This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. When we retire, we get some time. Some time to do whatever we may have always dreamed about. We might even get 10,000 hours. The classical guitar is my instrument of choice. I picked it up when I retired and have been playing it every day for over 25 years. I would guess that I have played at least two hours every day. That figures out to be over, I don't know, 15,000, maybe 20,000 hours. Malcolm Gladwell, writer for the New Yorker magazine, wrote a book. That has become sort of a common phrase, 10,000 hours. I'm living proof that there are exceptions. 10,000 hours seems like a lot of time. When I first heard his statement, it did sound reasonable. Then I gave it some thought and changed my mind. I'm convinced that it takes more than time on task to reach the successful level. One has to throw in a reasonable level of talent or appropriate genetic material and an excellent teacher along with a nurturing environment. There must be plenty of examples of people who have tried to do something for 10,000 hours and failed to become successful. The word competent might be more fitting. Just doing something in a competent fashion is really what we're after. No one wants to claim to be an expert. It seems like such an arrogant thing to say. We like to say we know how we do something. We like to say we love to do something. It's up to others to use the word expert when describing how well what we do, what we do. We have taken this admonition to desire excellence at anything and everything as a goal. You name the area of endeavor and you'll be able to find all sorts of folks who can do them well, but not necessarily at the expert or even successful level. Is that so bad? When I taught school many years ago, and also spent some time or years as a coach, football, track, and cross-country skiing, I coached long enough to see the drive for excellence take a tremendous toll on some students. They wanted to be the best. They gave up music, art, jobs, and other academic achievements so they could be the best. The search for excellence became all-consuming. At the end of their school years, most were left with a dream that was unfulfilled. It always seemed to me that the ones who had it figured out were the ones who enjoyed the game. They loved the process. They did not obsess about being number one, but they did enjoy playing. There's another saying that I've always loved, and it is, you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Some of us are born with genes that make one specific task possible, but it is only possible for them if they devote immeasurable time to practice. Michael Jordan and LeBron James rose to the expert level in basketball with a combination of genetic makeup and more than the 10,000-hour practice. The rest of us can shoot and dribble all the days of our lives and never rise to that level. And one other revealing fact. It takes correct practice, not just any old practice. You need a good teacher, not just any teacher. You need someone who is aware of the correct progression 
and can communicate that in an understandable way. And of course, they must inspire. Of course, there are stories of people who have stayed with something for thousands of hours and reached a level of expert or excellence. These stories serve as inspiration. I guess there are as many stories of people who have labored at something for thousands of hours and never reached the level of excellence or even successful. That doesn't mean they should never have devoted 10,000 hours to some desired task. But they might feel a lot better about those hours spent if they came to a different understanding of the goal. Spinoza talked about happiness being a process or movement of skill, ability, or understanding that was always going from a state of lesser perfection to yet that of a greater. That is where the 10,000 hours lead. If you spend 10,000 hours learning a specific task or skill, the joy really comes from the movement that you will experience. It does not require the stamp of excellence or success. Spinoza believed the ultimate goal should be one that you could not achieve, one that would continually run out in front of you, calling you forward and providing a space for everlasting growth and development. He chose to study philosophy. He believed he could study it all of his life and yet have more to learn on the day he died. This is the value of the 10,000 hour rule. If you can spend that much time toward learning a particular task or skill, it means you are experiencing some success or growth along the way. It's movement, not a labor, and it brings happiness. I think about Glenn Gould and his refusal to play music in front of an audience. He rejected the applause. He rejected the stage. He constructed a private studio and spent most of his days alone at a keyboard. He engaged in the search for the perfect sound. He was definitely an expert and seemed to have found his joy or bliss in the process. This is Retirement Talk. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for a topic, please contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.